Hi, this is Sean Gladding, and welcome back to the Naked Man podcast. I wonder if you've ever had the experience of being put down in public, when someone intentionally did or said something to embarrass or demean you in front of others. Most of us have, including Jesus, as we'll hear in this episode. Having settled his mother in her seat, Mark surveyed the courtyard as people continued to arrive for the evening gathering. He noted Yiftak in typically animated conversation with a friend. He also noted with interest Adina's occasional sideways glance at Yiftak and the smile she tried to hide behind her hand. Mark rose to his feet and the courtyard gradually grew quiet. After the dramatic events in Kefir Nahum, Jesus left there and came to his hometown, Nazareth, and his disciples followed him. Word about what had happened in Kefir Nahum went ahead of him, and when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many listening in were astonished. They said, Where did this man get these things? And what is this wisdom given to him, and such miracles as these performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offence at him. Wow, that's quite the put-down, said Yiftak. Mark gestured for him to elaborate. Well, they make it sound like he's the last person who should be doing those kinds of things teaching with wisdom and authority, healing. Devorah spoke up. And son of Mary? Why would they say that? Why not son of whatever his father's name is? Why would they say that? asked Mark. Devorah's cheeks flushed as she responded. Well, they're, you, you know, they're, they're questioning his... Her voice tailed off. Yiftak finished her thought for her. They're calling him a bastard. Quite so, said Mark. And, continued Yiftak, saying, isn't this the carpenter? Is dismissing him as just the local handyman. As if someone with thick calluses and muscles couldn't possibly say the things he was saying, or do the things he was doing. Miriam leaned forward and spoke. And so they can dismiss both him and his message. The kingdom of God that Jesus proclaimed threatened to overturn all they knew and understood. It truly was dangerous. So they call him illegitimate and ignorant and have an excuse to take offence. And then they can reject him. Devorah's brow wrinkled as she asked, However did Jesus respond? How did Jesus respond? continued Mark. 
he said to them, A prophet is not without honour, except in his hometown and among his own relatives and in his own household. Even in his own household? Yael asked, a note of astonishment in her voice. Apparently so, said Mark. Even his own brothers seem to have a hard time accepting him, at least to begin with. I can understand that, said Yiftak. It's not always easy to accept the local boy made good, and when it's your oldest brother. I can see them being a little puzzled by all the fuss, maybe even angry. You know some of them neighbours must have laughed at them behind their backs. There goes James. I wonder what that crazy bastard brother of his is up to now. That's got to be hard. And confusing. Miriam noticed the flash of pain that crossed Mark's face momentarily and knew that he was thinking of his own brothers, just as she was. She spoke up. And yet James would come, in time, to embrace his brother as the Messiah. He led the church here in Jerusalem for thirty years. He presided at the council where the question of just how the Gentiles would participate in the Kingdom of God movement was settled. She offered Mark an encouraging smile, who returned it gratefully. Yael noticed that exchange, but looked confused, not understanding what lay behind it. Miriam continued. Jesus had already redefined family when he said, The one who does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. But saying this in his hometown marked his break with all kinship structures. He made it clear that only those who were open to the gospel he proclaimed and the new community which he was bringing about would experience what God was doing wherever he went. Indeed, said Mark, Jesus could do no miracles there in Nazareth, except that he laid his hands upon a few sick people and healed them. And he wondered at their unbelief. For there were many in Nazareth who needed what Jesus had to offer, but their suspicion of the local boy prevented them from receiving it. So he left there to go around the neighbouring villages teaching, That was Jesus' last public appearance in a synagogue on the Sabbath. Devorah shook her head slowly and said, How sad! To be rejected by your own people, by the ones who surely ought to know better. Miriam responded, Heartbreakingly so, my dear. But this incident just points ahead to the time when Jesus, the Messiah of God, will come home to Jerusalem and there will also be rejected with truly terrible consequences. And so, Mark said, his own people having rejected him, Jesus continued on with those he had chosen and who had chosen him. He summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs. Thanks as always for listening. Between now and the next episode, 
perhaps you can take time to reflect on the following questions. Have you ever experienced the kind of public humiliation that Jesus did in this episode? When someone, or someones, wanted to diminish you in the eyes of others. When did that happen? Was it a one-off event, or an ongoing situation? What feelings do you remember having at the time? Or, if it's happening to you currently, what are you feeling now? How has that experience affected you? And if you could change one thing about that experience, what would it be? Until the next time.